Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Destructo Discourse. This is a Dragon Ball Z rewatch podcast. This is episode 16, and joining the discourse is Jason. Hi. Gordy. How's it going? Aaron. What's up? And Dave. Hello. How we all doing? Good. Great. How do you how do y'all feel vis-a-vis discourse? It like as a broad concept? Yeah. Uh I don't know if it's helping or hurting in the long and, run. And how it applies to anime. <laughs> it's it, I, the yeah, highest of art. It's against my religion. You know? uh, then very pro if it's if it's anime. Well, <laughs> that's not strictly <laughs> true. <laughs> Again, I'm on the fence. It <laughs> is like anime combat in itself, the exchange of blows, power levels, energy. Tien's there. <laughs> Often, yes. I, mm, I find true. this to be true. I miss Tien. <laughs> Which one was he? <laughs> he was Don't guy. worry, he, he was bull guy number two. He, he legitimately <laughs> gets an audible shout-out this week from one of the characters. Yeah. My question is, how do you guys feel about discussing anime as an art form? Is what we're doing worthwhile? I'm, I'm being reflective 16 episodes in. You know, we, we're at that point, we're at that quarter-life, what, crisis? <laughs> you know? Yeah. At 16. Yeah. Um, really gotta, I really think, gotta question your path? I think the answer is yes, but it would be more worthwhile if we were doing it about literally any other anime. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say strong yes. I, I just feel that people need to have a discerning sort of taste when approaching anime, and I hope that we help provide that as a show. Yeah. We like have, it's like tasting certainly. You know, it's like the bouquet of a fine wine. Mm-hmm. We have a ver- we have a varied panel of judges <laughs> and taste makers and content <laughs> curators True. on our side. We've got newbies. We've got old bees. We've got uh, mid bees. Mid bees. Mid bees is the scientific yeah. term. <laughs> Wait, mid bees doesn't formal. show up until super. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> oh. That how prescient of me. I have I, I haven't even watched that. I just get the feeling that there's people around the internet who are sort of looking for help, deciding whether or not this is a show they should watch. Well, well. those people <laughs> could go to commonsensemedia.org and and look at their parent and child reviews of shows. Commonsensemedia.org? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of it. Well, if it's a .org, then it has to be legit. There's got to be yeah. a better way. <laughs> Has this happened to you? You don't know what anime to pick. You don't know a Zarbon from a Dodoria. You want to know if it has smoking, sexy stuff, or violence. In that order. For your precious child. At the same time. If you want to teach your child cool things like smoking, I guess. And sexy stuff. Yeah. Or- keep them from doing those things. Yes. Listen, Timmy, I know you don't want to hear this from your old man, but how about if Goku teaches you about smoking? <laughs> I was going to say, how did we never get, you know, anti-drug PSAs starring Goku? Uh, there were some PSAs in Japan about fire safety. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Of and also, 
And also road safety, like how to cross the street good, but Goku did it. Is Go it, on. Is it fly over the cars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, it was from it was from Dragon Ball, so he didn't know how ah, to do that yet. I see. He used the power pole. Yeah. Ah. He headbutted the car <laughs> into submission. Yep, that sounds right. Aaron, are there any uh, particularly prescient reviews that you've found in perusing commonsense.org? Um... So I really appreciated the kid reviews more than the parent reviews, because, um, yeah. you know... From the mouth of sure. babes and all that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, no, a lot of parents, no you know, are looking adults. at it, in this day and age, looking at it through a lens of nostalgia. They grew up on this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's, in fact... It's good for me, it's good for Timmy. From a parent who rates it for 5+. plus. Ages five plus. It is four stars, though. Uh, this parent grew up in the '90s watching Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and got the privilege of growing up watching the protagonists Gohan and Goku defend their home, friends, family, home, and ultimately what's right. And mm. friends <laughs> <laughs> and family. Uh, while the original show Dragon Ball does have some sexually perverted jokes in the beginning, yeah, <gasps> sure the does. Sh- <laughs> yeah. The show evolves from classic Japanese gags to martial arts, where Goku grows to become stronger. Both shows are ultimately about self-improvement and growth. The Bildungsromans with Dragon Ball Z and its predecessor of Goku and Gohan face the characters with themes of choices and deciding what justice and mercy is. Even though there are villains in the show who, as Gohan puts it, don't deserve to live. (laughs) Um. Goku and Gohan still let these foes live in order to change and become better than who they are. I have a quick question. Yes. Not to not to deviate too far from this topic, but oh. th- that's the thing that comes up a lot that I see as I've been reading uh, around the internet about people's impressions on Dragon Ball Z is that it is a show about self-improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, do any of you get that sense? Um, I mean, in sort a of. sense, there's a lot of emphasis on training. Yes. Um, especially, you know, especially now that the Saiyan arc is over, because uh, Goku wants to be strong enough to beat Vegeta, and Vegeta wants to be strong enough to beat Goku. Yeah, as um, long as the self-improvement involves, like, sit-ups? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, well, this is the problem. Perhaps it, gravity? It, it, Increased it, gravity. <laughs> it is about self-improvement, but then it is constantly in the process of undercutting itself. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was going, is that even as True. a kid, I got the impression that all the self-improvement being made was constantly undermined by luck and birthright. Yep. Well, <laughs> specifically the second one, it's, and I mean, like, that's a thing in, in anime in general, where, like, mm-hmm. the stories are structured where the, the central protagonist has magic protagonist powers, that make mm-hmm. it so that they're the only one who can accomplish things. Mm-hmm. And that is in more force in DBZ than maybe any show I've ever seen. <laughs> we're, we're getting into the stuff where I can really start talking about this. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is a bizarre uh, contradiction where it really wants to show how hard Goku works to accomplish all the things that he does but he is literally the only person capable of doing any of those things. And it often doesn't even come from said hard work. Yes. It's from outside forces. Or he mm-hmm. just gets gets abilities from nowhere. 
Yeah, just exactly. Grows up spontaneously on the spot. Well, come on, he doesn't like it was. Them. It was not. It was not Goku's perseverance and training on King Kai's planet that led to the defeat of Vegeta. It was Gohan being a monkey. Yep. <laughs> yes, and that is correct. Let's, let's be fair. Goku didn't just get these moves out of nowhere. He, come on, he he stole them from Tien. Let's be real. <laughs> Some of them. Let's be honest. So, so also, Jason, what you're saying is that it is Tien's self improvement that the show is about. <laughs> yes, because it, it benefits Jason us all. Waterfalls, the yeah. secret protagonist. He, his his is perhaps the most selfless. <laughs> Of the self-improvements, because it does yeah. flow over to everyone else so readily. Well, if we um, want to talk about the cons, the pros and cons of this uh, mm-hmm. show, we should really listen to uh, a user who has no username, just labeled as Kid, 12 years old, who gives the show two stars, uh, rates at age 15+, plus, says, Awesome action, but unnecessary content, bring it down. <laughs> I am a 12-year-old, and I think this is an awesome show, but I must advertise the cons. All caps. NOTE! I have not watched this show on Cartoon Network, but I have seen these episodes online. The content specified in this review may have been censored, but this is something that needs to be known in case anything is not censored. A 12-year-old wrote this. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, first of all, this is a bulleted list. First of all, this is Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Ball Z Kai. DBZ is the original Japanese version, which is inappropriate for a lot of reasons. Number one, there is a character, Master Roshi, who has a, all caps, very sexual approach to the female characters. (laughs) (gasps) In one of the episodes, Roshi happened to fall out of a ship that the Z fighters were riding in, and Android 18 happened to rescue him. He thanked her by grabbing her chest area and plunges his face in them. What? Thank you for the 12 year old kid. Uh, Not sweet master Roshi. (laughs) There are countless other occasions, but it is common seeing him with zero period zero type eyes, if you know what I mean. Whoa. He also has a very vulgar, suggestive ways of saying things that most tweens wouldn't understand. Most, not me. (laughs) Hang on, was this written? I'm a cut above. This was written by a 12 year old. Yeah. Yes. Supposedly, I, I have I have to question that because <laughs> I don't think I believe that there is anyone who was born before the year 1975 who still uses the word tween, <laughs> like to describe themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yes. just aware of what marketing demographic he's in or she's yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings us to number two: the devil symbols. This major reason is something that I have gathered throughout the series. One is the fact that a character named Mr. Satan would be present in the series. (laughs) That he exists at all is an affront. (laughs) But that's not all. Analyzing his behavior will also give you clues to his bold name, such as his arrogance. He has a daughter named Videl, or Devil Scrambled who occasionally rides in a devilish car with Gohan. Oh. On the side rides of in a this, car, she's only five. <laughs> on the side of this quote-unquote car, the symbol Wait. 666 can be found in a circle with Hold the on. name Satan right above the symbol. Why is car in air quotes? <laughs> I don't know. Is it not a car? It's a it's a devil in disguise. Oh, shit. If you want to call it that, oh, it might be one of them hover cars. Another symbol I have come across was the Capsule Corp symbol, the future Capsule Corp symbol with a star in a circle. I'm not sure what that has to do with devil symbols, but it's a symbol, so it's probably a devil. <laughs> 
Also, some characters are named. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce this. Majin, M A J I N. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Majin is a Japanese word, which translated to English is devil. You may be beginning <gasps> to categorize me as a radical, but this is very <laughs> secretive and must well, be put out there. He is not. He he or she? Do we know? Or it's just kid? Some non-binary kid. Okay. It's just 12 kid. Okay. 12 kid, 12. 12 kid has not kid. talked about how, like, they literally go to hell. <laughs> like, like, fairly like fairly early on. <laughs> and, and regularly. Hell is yeah. a place that they can hang out in and eat fruit. And, yeah, and, and, and meet people whose and there's, like, shirts demons say hell on the front. This is very well, subtle secret is stuff. Is that hell? Or is it the house for infinite losers? Well, mm. turns out it's both. Hey, I found the car. Oh, it's yes. a car. Oh, it was in an actual car. <laughs> oh my it's god! It's a car ass car. Oh, that's a cute whip. I like that. <laughs> that's a Aww. cute little car. That's really good. I love Gohan's little haircut too. He's a sweet boy. I look forward mm-hmm. to seeing him all grown up and teenaged. But we are only halfway through the problems with Dragon Ball Z, according oh, to Kid Twelve. There's more. I don't know how much I can take. Well, number this three is so violent. Is well, we're not to the violence yet. Number three is oh. nudity. What? Are you telling me there is a there is a bepis? <laughs> there's a bits and a bob. Oh, <laughs> there there are a several beepies there. Uh. I have not gone deep into this category, but I have already seen enough that I have not <laughs> I am 12, and what is this? <laughs> in some of the Dragon Ball Z movies, specifically Dragon Ball Z Bardock, the father of Goku, mm-hmm. uh, thanks for that spoiler, Kid 12, <laughs> what? there are brief scenes of nudity. Yeah. In one scene, there are babies in a crib on a Saiyan ship, and these babies are unclothed and exposed genitals are shown. This is explicit for a show, and I am not surprised that Cartoon Network let this show air. You are not surprised? (laughs) This is a long review. It's very. Mm -hmm. This kid really wants you to know about all of the, all of the Master Roshi and the devils and the nudity. They're cataloging all of the times that Goku's Peebus appears with the same kind of zealousness that. You know, panties are chronicled on the Dragon Ball Wiki. I think this kid has a future <laughs> as a as a moderator of the Dragon Ball Wiki. This, is it the same? This person? child will grow up to run the wiki. This review was written in 2011, so that kid. Mm, could it's be... the same person. For so that sure. kid's not 12 anymore. Well, here's number four, and that is blood. There are many bloody scenes in this series, as it is based on martial arts and fighting. This is my favorite show when it is censored because. Wait, because of the action and phenomenal storyline. Any other kid that watches this show might say this as well. Though due to this unexpected content, I have refrained from watching this, and I'm still weary about Dragon Ball Z Kai on Nicktoons. Yes, 90% of this content is censored on Nicktoons, and I advise you to watch it. However, I do not, all caps, advise you to watch the all caps movies online. 
The TV episodes online are fine, but the all caps movies are not because they are original Japanese versions. They have censored the bloody scenes, but the devil symbols are still present and some characters' behavior is suggestive. You will know the difference between the movies and the TV episodes because the movies have an ocean with a Japanese symbol at the very beginning and the intro. <laughs> We'll say Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Ball Z Kai. Another great indicator would be that they are movies. <laughs> and movie length. Well, one last bit is that the original Japanese has older animation and visuals. I hope I did not confuse you in this review, and I hope this helped. No, that was very helpful. Thank you, 12Kid. Yeah, uh, this title contains violence and scariness, sexy stuff, and language. All true, I would say. Yeah. And we, us destruction discoursers, <laughs> are bearing witness to Dragon Ball Z in the full, uncensored Funimation now. Despite 12 kids' warnings, mm -hmm. we will venture forth like canaries into a mine. To tell you all of the sexy stuff that happens. Brave the dangers of Master Roshi, the devil symbols, <laughs> the beepuses, and the blood. <laughs> well, how about we hop on board the episodes this week? A do let For sure. Let's do it. We are entering the stretch that is well covered by the cards I have in this starter deck. <laughs> so I'm hoping we to glean some content. good information. Uh, this week, we are covering episodes 46, 47, and 48 of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I have the English titles. Jason, do you have the Japanese titles? They are ready to go. Awesome. Episode 46, the English title is Defying Orders. Episode 46 roughly translates to Goku's Zenkai Power. Six <laughs> days to the end of the galaxy. Oh my god. <laughs> They sing the about fabled Zenkai Power? Song. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> the popcorn shower song. <laughs> yeah. Wrong one. Yeah. At the end? That, that's a really good title. <laughs> I, I like it. Because the Zenkai is, as we've discussed, it is, a, it is the name officially given to the move for Saiyans, right? The ability for them to bounce back after getting nearly uh, grounded to a fine paste from a tough battle. I believe that's the case. I know they nothing bounce back case. ever stronger than before. Apparently it's like its own classified move. It is Saiyan's rubber band AI. <laughs> yeah. To keep them uh, caught up with the pack. If you knock them down really hard, but don't manage to kill them, they are going to come... They're they, they going to make good on Obi-Wan Kenobi's promise, and they will come back <laughs> quite stronger. Yeah, that's the famous quote. Yeah, I'm going to... <laughs> I'll be back way stronger, bub. <laughs> <laughs> if you strike me down, I'm gonna come back super strong and I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> My hair will glow. I'll be a gold boy. I understand that's a thing that happens in this show. <laughs> the legendary Super Saiyan. So episode 46 picks up where we left off last time, which is our heroes cowering in a cave as a very bad energy comes towards them. Bulma's face runs away in fear from her chin. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing her best. It's all of Frieza's force on Namek, moving at once. And they all go blasting past the cave without seeing the heroes. Blue streaks. In this, speed. In this shot, we get to see <laughs> briefly something about this saga that I really like, which mm -hmm. is that everybody just has to carry the Dragon Balls around awkwardly under their arms <laughs> like idiots. With I a, do a very that. small number of exceptions. And it's even worse because the Namekian ones are so huge. Yeah. Yep. Just big old basketballs. Frieza Basically. doesn't let them 
put them in in his little floating chair. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's he for could. Frieza. That's he, <laughs> he hitches up like a radio flyer wagon, a floating radio flyer wagon to the back of it. <laughs> put the dragon balls in. I mean, knowing what we know of Frieza, I don't think it would be out of character for him to jacuzzi with some dragon balls. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you can't really. put your dragon balls in my little red wagon. <laughs> I thought yeah, back that, that hover chair absolutely has a jacuzzi function. It's just, oh, a, it's oh, just, sure, yeah, it's just totally. a button he has to hit. We use it so I can I can uh, jacuzzi in the blood of my enemies. <laughs> I believe jacuzzi is is a uh, is, uh, French for take a <laughs> bath. Jacuzzi. Jacuzzi. <laughs> that is what it means. I did I took French yeah. in college. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks. Krillin and Gohan are both visibly shaken by Frieza. They're like, did you fucking feel that guy? I, I like this setup. Yeah. Where, like, the only people on the planet with Frieza are the ones who are too weak to do anything about him. <laughs> like, I see I see why they do the whole, like, Goku is en route and we just have to hold out until he gets here thing. Yeah. Like, it, it works, even if they rely on it a lot. Krillin has Bulma double-check on the dragon radar, and his worst fear is realized, because the dragon balls they saw earlier are all moving the same direction that the bad guys were. Did I like that the dragon radar is... It, it, maybe, I think maybe um, Bulma, like, the part of the reason she was able to reverse engineer the scouter so fast is that she was already familiar with one-button devices. Because <laughs> that seems like what the dragon radar appears to be. This is the stopwatch. Krillin and Gohan head out to do some reconnaissance, and Bulma sticks back in the cave to call pantsless Roshi. She does she just like build another phone? Cause she didn't bring the satellite from <laughs> earlier. I think she does. This is like yeah. I mean, she is a genius to like build a phone that can somehow remotely across the galaxy hack into Roshi's fucking landline. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and that the signal travels instantaneously. Yes. Well, yeah. We also True. get to see very soon where she gets her genes from. So Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's not surprising. <laughs> well, she gets her genes from Marshalls. <laughs> Clear. Not TJ Maxx? Is she not a Maxinista? You know what? She probably is, actually. Bulma yeah, Bulma would be a Maxinista. Roshi heads over to Wukong Hospital to fill Goku in on the situation. As he explains all of this crazy shit about his son and friend going to space, and there's a really powerful bad alien there, uh, the doctor and the nurse just kind of write it off as the ramblings <laughs> of a senile old man. The nurse looks like he wants to say something, and then the doctor just shakes his head. He I just cannot even anymore. I have two observations about this scene. Number number one is that Chi-Chi is doing somebody's laundry, and I, I'm not sure who's and why there's no facility in this hospital to do that. Why it's got to be outside on a line? Yes. The, the second, did this doctor, like, completely miss the Saiyans coming to Earth? <laughs> and if Saiyans? so, how? He was busy. He's busy Goku doing doctor things. didn't have anything things. to do with that. Mr. Satan d- took care of that. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> I interpreted it as the opposite, that he's seen this shit before and he's just saying to the nurse no don't get involved <laughs> okay i i read it as like like these people are crazy just don't just don't even engage them well it's kind of weird like it seems like people know who a lot of these people are because they were in the the world martial arts tournament but also nobody seems to, nobody outside of roshi's little circle seems to know what's going on yeah like governments and 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 people in authority don't seem to understand any of it or know who Goku is or any of that. 
is the World Martial Arts Tournament an underground event? Like, is it is <laughs> it, it illicit? It cannot be because the stands are full of people and they're huge. Right, it's a but Super Bowl like, for is punches. it is it non-sanctioned somehow? <laughs> a Maybe. secret Super Bowl. A, secret a super secret bowl. <laughs> I noticed that uh, Goku has roommates now when he did not mm-hmm. previously. And I just wondered if, like, this was a failed attempt at the doctor or Chi Chi to get him to act like a normal fucking patient <laughs> and to stop jumping out the window. That's not going to happen in the San family. Yeah, that's not going to stop him. Maybe his He's just going to freak out these people by lifting water with his mind. <laughs> Yajirobe the bead mule shows up with a bag of beans. <laughs> I, I hated Yajirobe, but he has redeemed himself this episode by his honesty. Yeah? Because he walks in and says, hey, what's going on? Actually, I don't really care. Here's the beans. <laughs> I've got one job and I'm gonna do it Here's a bag of fucking beans (laughs) It's me, the bean man (laughs) The doctor tries to protest Yajirobe's holistic cures But Goku eats one and literally explodes out of his casts and bandages He flexes his bandages off Dude, that was one crunchy bean (laughs) And the swallow, it didn't didn't sound like it went down smooth There were like some clanking Ugh. Every every piece of foley surrounding the Zenzu beans make them seem unpleasant to eat. Have I guess that's why only Goku really eats them. Dear Goku, have you ever eaten a raw coffee bean from a fan? <laughs> Doctor Briefs is constructing a spaceship just for Goku that is based on his uh, his pod from when he was a baby, so that he can get to Namek as soon as possible as well. Goku jumps onto Nimbus out of a window again, and uh, he neglects to say goodbye to his beleaguered wife before he takes off for Dr. Brief's place. But he does take a moment to, as he says, get rid of these dinky pajamas and get back into the dinky pajamas King Kai gave him. (laughs) So I think it's at this point that we are introduced to Bulma's mom for the first time in Dragon Ball Z. Oh my god, I love her. Or or as I call her, Dr. Brief's trophy wife from Boston (laughs) and or Kentucky. (laughs) From Boston-tucky. Yeah. Boston-tucky. I am way into her uh, gardening technique, which is to sound of music flowers into existence. (laughs) Spinning around with a watering can. Mm -hmm. And I love her so much. She's got the tube top. I was about to ask you about her outfit. (laughs) Yes. Fashion. Michael mom fashion. Yes, she's mom as hell. (laughs) Um, They're mom jeans, but they're like slim fit capris. mm -hmm. Strappy ankle sandals. She got most of that with uh, with Cole's cash. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, it 100%. never expires, Goku. <laughs> Dr. Briefs, as the, you know, guardian of civilization on Earth, has an infinite supply of Cole's cash. As, mm-hmm. as an Illuminati president of all, of all mankind. Here's my question. I remember this person. I remember her fondly in... Yeah. In Dragon Ball Z, to be kind of like a, a cheery, upbeat counterpart to um, to Doctor Briefs's like serious scientific mind. She's and she definitely is Bulma's mother. Yes, as in, yes, in, she, Bulma is definitely the result of these two. <laughs> of those two, the yeah, it of is, these it is easy to see how like their genes combined. Yeah, 
My question is for my Steam judges, my yeah. Steam panel. Um, I, I don't remember her name. What does she have a canonical name, and is it uh, a pun on underwear? She does, and yes. <gasps> Please. Would you care to guess before I tell Continue. you? Okay, wait, wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. Because you, you've got Bulma. It's not got Bulma, panty, is it? And you got Dr. Briefs. Yes. Got it in one. Her name is Panchi. Oh my god. Damn it. <laughs> Her name is Panty Briefs, like my brother, Luigi Mario. Like, P- what <laughs> is this? P-A-N-C-H-Y. Should, should we keep Panty. count of how many times in this podcast I say... The words Toriyama just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Maybe that's part of the drinking game. Just put game. a counter up on the website. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> updated every time we release an episode. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, don't. I don't mean this you know, is a bad thing. No, <laughs> it's just like, observation. It's delightful. Mm-hmm. It, like get your like get your life, Toriyama. <laughs> get your Name life, those Toriyama. After. Whatever baskets are in front of you at the time, yeah, I, be it a food all basket, us, all a laundry us, basket, or otherwise, all of I, us dream of living our lives to the extent that Akira Toriyama does. I mean, I, I like in the things that I have ever like written or created, I have always struggled to name things in like a way that I like, <laughs> and so I like I very much envy that he just kind of looked around the room saw something near him and said, okay, I'm just going to use that and never deviate from the idea. I have yeah. a theory and it's developing in real time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Toriyama got a package of Fruit of the Loom and just didn't come out of his room until he was done writing. That is uh-huh. that is the nexus point of the two, yeah. He's just huh. kind of... This covers them all. You got underwear this names, is every you character got food I names. Need. Food names. <laughs> Uh, so Goku arrives, and uh, Panchi latches onto his arm, is very excited to see him. It's been so long. How's your oh, boy? How's oh, your Goku, wife? Goku, you never call. <laughs> you need to visit more often. <laughs> and they go to check on the progress of the spaceship. She mm-hmm. she tells him it is unfinished. It's a long way from being finished, she says. Yeah. And then she leaves, and... To go get refreshments. Yeah, and... I swore I was for half a second. I thought Goku had, was sneaking a look at her ass as she walked away, but then I remembered that it's Goku. So no, it's that a, is not our, that is neither eat nor punch. So yeah, not. It's, uh, <laughs> as much as Roshi tried to teach him, that was one skill he did not learn. Not mm-hmm. our sweet boy. It doesn't register. <laughs> Goku's only interest in like the downstairs zones has been to to to, to learn the difference between boys and girls. <laughs> He's still working on it. He's he's still trying, yeah. Gender is hard. (laughs) Goku checks in with Dr. Briefs on the the progress, and uh, he shows him all of the doodads installed. He shows him the gravity toggle so that Goku can train at a hundred times gravity on his way to Namek. This thing desperately needs parental controls on it. (laughs) (laughs) This needs Goku Goku controls. And then the rest of the buttons are for Bulma once he gets to the planet. <laughs> right. They're DNA locked. So Dr. Briefs is terrifying. Yeah? Dr. Briefs yeah. is a walking nightmare entity. <laughs> well, we knew that. Yeah, Before even meeting him, we he, got that impression. He does yeah, own the world. I didn't have it hammered home until just now. <laughs> like, oh, how, Was it the well, open-toed sandals in, an, in a lab environment? Well, that was the first thing, obviously. But the Very second dangerous. Thing, 
But how lucky is this world that Dr. Reeves is too lazy to want to, like, conquer it? <laughs> he apparently, Truly. He apparently reverse-engineered Goku's pod and turned it into a much, much bigger <laughs> multiple-room spacecraft capable of making what Bulma referred to as, what, a 4,000-year journey in six First yeah. of its kind. Yes. Uh, in like like these people haven't even gone to their goddamn moon before. Yeah, and he does this in well, a month or so. <laughs> which which brings me to another question. He's, yeah. He is this capable, but it was apparently going to take him two more whole days to install the cappuccino machine. <laughs> this this is a man who is very picky about his cappuccino. What was that cappuccino mm-hmm. machine going to do? David, what good cappuccino? What wasn't that cappuccino machine going to do? The thing, the thing is, I think that would work on me because I was, I was kind of listening to this and like checking it as he said, and I was like, you know what? If you told me like it is done except for the cappuccino machine, you're going to be in space a while. I might just say like, you know what? Like, just go ahead, put it in there because you're right. I'm gonna want it. Prill it'll be fine. Take the time. I would have, would have spent all that time learning how to make cute latte art. It, it turns out, you know, more for the fool Goku, there was a button on that cappuccino machine that was just like the... It produces a coffee mix that dissolves Frieza instantly. You splash it on him like the Wicked Witch of the West. It's a, it's a Shyamalan twist. <laughs> well, no, Shyamalan twist is the name of the blend. As we've established, the ship is indeed ready to fly. The only missing component is the cappuccino machine. Yeah. Goku and starts this... doing the potty dance because there's yeah, a this... fight and it's <laughs> happening without him, and he has to go. This yes. revelation induces a pee pee dance on Goku. <laughs> it does. I wrote down Goku's pee pee dance. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I know, glad I remember what that means, because I forgot <laughs> He decides to go without Cappuccino, and he blasts off for Namek right now, away. Now, make a note here. Goku has defied the will of Dr. Briefs by taking off prematurely. Mm-hmm. Dr. Briefs, as we have established, is the Illuminati ruler king god of all of Earth. <laughs> the god emperor of, of humanity. <laughs> yeah. So, in doing so, he has... Goku has marked himself for death. <laughs> da, da, da. By the cap- by the capsule core. Yeah. Or no, I got that wrong. But here is the twist. Here is the twist, Maria. Doctor Briefs is gonna need to take a take some time to mm. develop a strategy that is going to do our hero in. <laughs> And he can only execute it when he returns to Earth. So. That's foreboding. It's foreboding. Stay tuned. I'm keeping a close eye on this investigation. (laughs) More on this story Uh, as it develops. So, Goku blasts off. No packing for Goku. No. It's the same shit he's wearing out of the hospital. He doesn't even uh, grab any clean underwear from Chi-Chi. When ever has Goku packed? <laughs> he he, yeah. ig- he leaves with, like, ignoring the laundry that his wife did, and also not saying goodbye to his wife. Yeah. He does tell Yajirobe and Rochi to tell Chi-Chi, uh, let me see, I have a bulleted list, uh, <laughs> tell her not to worry about me, I'm just going to make sure Gohan, Gohan and the others are safe, and I'll be back as soon as I can. 
Yeah, that's, that's fine. When, when hasn't that been true in the past? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dr. Briefs is surprised that his spaceship works. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He takes off just in time for... What's her name? Panchi? Yes. Panchi. Panchi. Just let that roll off the tongue. It's close to Banshee. For Panchi to arrive, along with... <laughs> God, the terrible animals. What are their names? Um... <laughs> His name is Oolong, and Oolong he has feelings. And Hashtag balance to Oolong. <laughs> <laughs> God. But that spaceship... Never forget. She has exactly one beer, and the head of that beer gets blown just right off and into Oolong's face. Yep. <laughs> right into the eyes. Ouch. Yeah, ouch. That can't be good. Also, Unpleasant. quick fashion update for Oolong. He's got a cute little checkered shirt. <laughs> yeah, that was a good, and the green shorts and some nice shorts. A bold, yeah, a bold choice, but I I liked it. I think it worked. He's a good shorts boy, keeping his hands out of him. Hopefully, <laughs> ah, keep an eye on him, Poir. That's mm-hmm. why the shirt's untucked to hide that. <laughs> ah, hey, don't don't let Poir off without without judgment. Poir is naked. Just say no fashion. <laughs> <laughs> no fashion. Poir is to be shunned. <laughs> <laughs> And ignored. Nothing more. Is she a, Is she perhaps a pariah? Ah! I can't. I can't. I'll go. I can't do it. Jason, it is for this exact reason that Gordy takes breaks from this show. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to recharge after it has these episodes. Been an ooh, long time since you've been here. <laughs> if I knew what was good for me, I would do the same thing. But. <laughs> Damages your body like the KO Ken. <laughs> There's a risk every time it will destroy me. <laughs> That's why I try not to go over the devil. Gohan and Krillin, back on Namek, uh, arrive at a Namekian settlement, and they see Frieza's gang looting around, going in and out of the buildings. find a convenient ridge. But that convenient to... ridge turns out to be right in front of Frieza's gang. So they circle <laughs> around to another convenient ridge. <laughs> it's the name of it. It's called Convenient Ridge. Welcome. <laughs> The gift shop is down the hill. We learned that the Frieza is so powerful, he doesn't need to send his goons to secure the perimeter. The, uh, they see some Dragon Balls tucked under Dodoria's arms, and they're those, surprised how big they are on them. Those must be getting a little a little sweaty at that point, you know? <laughs> the balls? Yeah. Yeah. Little, some sweaty well, balls? I don't want to... I didn't want to, you mm-hmm. know... Head I mean, so, you head, did, because you said head, it. Oh, my. Head in, uh, head in such a direction that is quite so blue. <laughs> I'm heading straight to commonsense.org to file a complaint <laughs> about this podcast. Inappropriate. <laughs> Fifteen and up. Sweaty balls. So go hot and sneak Sexy up on, on the Frieza Forest using their best press C to crouch and enter stealth mode walk and, and start to observe terrible events unfolding. Frieza's goons march out five Namekian captives. Three elders two children. Goku, back on his ship, muses that it sure is dark in space. Awful lonely, too. <laughs> Some, Might as well start training. Like, when there is not enough other stuff going on, Goku transitions into a state <laughs> of pure observer. <laughs> like he, is, he, he is the like wandering he does eye. Not, he does not and maybe cannot interact with things. He can only observe. Episode 46 ends with Goku deciding it's time for a bit of training, and he sets the gravity in the ship to 20 times Earth's gravity, and the shadow of Frieza looms very large. That's well, just a factor of two from King Kai. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. not that much. 
in an astrological sense. I mean, astronomical sense, astrology is totally different. (laughs) Yeah, that happens at the end of the show, thank you. Um, (laughs) Goku's actually pretty smart about how he handles this. It's a very efficient use of his time. Gordy and I were wondering how this ship doesn't fold in on itself. (laughs) Well, obviously through the magical artificial gravity engine (laughs) that is going to continue to be a plot device for the rest of the show. Like, what? What is this ship made of that it doesn't buckle when the, when the interior gravity is, is increased 20-fold? Probably the opposite of whatever capsule core technology allows everything to collapse in on itself and form into a little pill. <laughs> I guess that's true, yeah. You just, like, reverse the polarity or something. You put something the, past Dr. Bruce. Alchemically, the concept of collapsibility, take it out of everything else and put it into this ship. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's just machines in the Capsule Corp factories where you can just turn that dial up or down. Collapsibility. Episode 47, the English title is Namek's Defense. Ah, the Japanese title roughly translated to Unexpected Attack! The Elder's Aim is the Scouter. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks, title. The announcer uh, informs us at the beginning of uh, episode 47 with great enthusiasm, no more hospital food for Goku. (laughs) (laughs) Only beans. The worst of his problems. So as we saw on Namek, there are two little greens and three big greens as hostages. Three three three, old greens. Yeah, three big old greens. Big old greens. Big Big old old greens. greens. (laughs) Wrinkly greens. Namek Farmer's Market, we got some big old greens, some half-runners. Curly greens, like curly kale. And hey, Namekians are plant-based life forms. Krillin and Gohan are confused why the Frieza Force are all wearing Saiyan armor. Krillin is slowly piecing together the plot. Yes, they remember that Raditz mentioned that they worked for a planet broker. Remember so that must Raditz. be who they're dealing with now. You remember I, that guy. I, w- I w- would like to know who buys the planets. <laughs> and where are they? And I'm curious, like, as a business model, if, like, you're, if buying and selling things, sure, that's, that's a business. You could do that. <laughs> but, yeah. like, at least on the Saiyan end of things, like, they were remarkably cavalier about just, if they get pissed off, I'll just destroy this whole planet. Yeah. Maybe right. that's you why would, there aren't any Saiyans there left. Are, there are regulations against that, because, like, that, that is the sale. That is the end product. Maybe I mean, as long as they don't fired all of them, you know, as long they as they don't like <laughs> damage the atmosphere too badly, you can probably recover. What I what I want to know is Fair. what Freeze's end game here is, like, because he wants to conquer the the, the galaxy, right? Mm-hmm. At least that's what it seems. So, what do you get, an emperor of the galaxy who has everything except for <laughs> eternal life? So is, is who is he selling these planets to? Like, I, I assume he funds his galactic conquests through the vast sums of money and resources that are gained from planet brokering. Mm-hmm. But, like, is he selling the people that he's going to have to conquer later? I, I don't know. I feel like that's details that he leaves He leaves to the likes of Dr. Skeksis. He's an <laughs> yeah. ideas man. And, and Zarbon. <laughs> and Zarbon. Zarbon is... A, is oh. Jason, we're going to have to talk about Zarbon's fashion. He is all about the details. Zarbon is burning the midnight oil over the books of Frieza's <laughs> business ventures. I mean, somebody <laughs> needs to. Yeah. They're like it's very high-dollar items. And again, if some of them are destroyed in the process... I feel like Dodoria's the HR. <laughs> yeah, as we'll see soon. 
<laughs> we are describing the best fan fiction. <laughs> like the ins and outs of Frieza Corp. I, yeah, I've been thinking for a while. I've been thinking for a while that I'm hoping to get at least one fan fiction concept out of this podcast. <laughs> And up, at and, least one. And up until now, I thought it was going to be the story of Mr. Satan, but I don't know. Frieza Force <laughs> inside baseball sitcom is really speaking to me. I'm Zarbon from Finance. <laughs> Steve Carell plays Dodoria. Oh, no. Frieza, Frieza Force employee orientation video. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's, an entire, there's two separate seminars, and the second one is just explode the planet. There's two separate seminars. Welcome to, aboard. <laughs> to introduce the, um, the new employees to the, the business, and the second one is just all about what to do if Captain Ginyu shows up. Frieza is trying to get information out of the Namekians, and the, the Namekian elder tries to fool Frieza by speaking Namekian, uh, but Frieza knows that they speak common. Don't speak yeah, over how Frieza common. David Letterman's himself. <laughs> I doubt I need an introduction, but just in case. That was like the high point of these three episodes for me. <laughs> I am the mighty Frieza, and yes, all of the horrible stories you've heard are true. I like I like <laughs> Frieza a lot. I I love Frieza. I love all of them. I love all of the people. Frieza exposits what he learned about the Dragon Balls and how they work from the other ne- uh, elder that he killed, and uh, Vegeta is listening in on Frieza's frequency on the scouter. <sighs> also, Frieza uh, wiggles his tail in annoyance like a cat. Which was very endearing. <laughs> it's a good little detail. The Namekians refuse to cooperate, so Zarbon kicks one in the neck and he blasts another one. While not letting the dragon ball, the two dragon balls that he is carrying hit the ground. That speedy mm-hmm. boy. Very stylish. That Zarbon, flare. Zarbon is very swag. The grace, the hair, those leg warmers. <laughs> also some powerful thighs on Zarbon. Mm-hmm. Zarbon works out. I did not mm-hmm. read the review from uh, commonsense.org mentioning uh, the big thighed characters. <laughs> also from a The sizable thighs. <laughs> uh, we need to update our count of Namekians from last what are week. We, what are we, uh, what are we, uh, we, start, we started at 100, right? 99 Namekian citizens on the planet. 99 Namekian citizens. Take two down. Blast them around. 97 Namekian citizens on the planet. The remaining elder is still not handing over the Dragon Ball until Frieza starts to threaten the children. And uh, he prepares to blast one when Gohan's anger gets the better of him and his power spikes, which shows up on Dodoria's radar. Whoops. Before Dodoria and Zarbon have a chance to see what's going on, three burly Namekian warriors fly to the rescue. The Piccolo ah! dads are back! <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Namek to Z Warriors. Yeah, I love Zarbon's face as they fly in. He just goes, hmm. And he's got like half an eyebrow raised and a slight smile. What Chinese fable are their lives based on, do you think? <laughs> Dodoria checks the power level of the Namekians, and each of them are only at a thousand. So he's like, man, whatever. They ain't Let's nothing. Let's get some grannies to go fight these guys. <laughs> I, I, continue to, I continue to be interested by how little these spacefaring people seem to know about the forces that control their entire world. I don't I don't really mean that as a criticism. It's it's yeah. it's kind of interesting. I just I don't know how they got this far without I mean, it, knowing it. It made stuff. sense 
it made sense that it would be localized to Earth, maybe, as like a unique feature of the life there. But now that yeah. it's two planets that are very far apart and Frieza doesn't know about either of them, it is a little weird. <laughs> Some interesting stuff happens later where it's, it's shown that there are people in the you know galactic community who know how this stuff works, but they're only very, very knowledgeable and experienced people. Would you call this a Saiyan analysis? <laughs> you could. You could. You Some could. kind of Saiyan analysis drill, maybe? I, I don't know what you're doing, because but I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, there's a card for this from the <laughs> Dragon Ball Z oh my God. trading yes. card game. Um, it costs Endurance 1, and then there's an Infinity <laughs> symbol, which is concerning. <laughs> is uh, it called Saiyan Analysis Drill? Yeah. yeah. The one, one of like the major card types, I, I should say, I have not read the rules for this game. I have the rule book. I, I will not look at it. My goal is we to figure out... We cannot be more clear about this. You should, yeah. you should just burn it. I should. I should, <laughs> I should destroy it and we'll upload it. Um, my, my goal is to learn this game without ever actually looking at the rules. But Drill seems to be one of the major card types. And so there is some kind of infinite cost or benefit involved. Hmm. It says you need one less anger to advance a personality level. That makes sense. It's one of the benefits yeah. of analysis. That's just good life advice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on life lessons from, from an unlikely source. I like that there are personality levels. <laughs> I think, yeah, so it, this, this starter deck came with four Gokus. Uh, levels one through four, and I think that that is what that refers to. I like that as a very cumbersome way to tell somebody <laughs> to chill out. <laughs> that is Yo, essentially... dude, you need one less anger to increase your personality level. Yeah, but it, I, I believe that the personality levels are the uh, the different forms of Goku here. Because any faithful, you know, game adaptation of Dragon Ball Z would would require that just like. Every deck is whoever plays Goku first wins. Is that how it works? <laughs> uh, I maybe. think that must be. It might. Yeah. It might say that like if you are Goku, you do win eventually. <laughs> you put Goku at the bottom of the deck, and whoever can cycle through the deck the fastest. Sounds like a terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there 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 are Hearthstone matches that play that way. Yeah. It was just like mm -hmm. an RNG fest. Speaking of Goku, we do cut back to him being very wistful in his ship. <laughs> and he says a line that struck me as very romantic. I wrote this line down, uh -huh. too. What was it? Do, do you want to read this line, Aaron? Sure. I think, if, if it's the right one. Somewhere, out in the darkness, Vegeta is waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is the line. That would that should be the in a in a just world that would have been the beginning of a Disney musical number. <laughs> hey, there's our material oh, for the for the Dragon Ball musical. Out in the it's it's, it's, it's Goku song. alone in space. It's, it's slowly coming together. <laughs> this song is is known to test the vocal performance of any Goku. Even though I know how very far apart we are. <laughs> That would be a be a good movie poster. Like that'd be a good tagline for some kind of like romantic comedy based on Dragon Ball. Z. Out in the darkness, Vegeta is waiting for me. Well, yeah, that already exists. Scorpio. It's called Dragon Ball Z. You're right. <laughs> what am I doing? From what I've seen, it wouldn't be that hard to re just re recut this as a rom com. 
all from the what editing. little I've seen. The Frieza Force mooks just get creamed. It's uh, it's a, the, a bloodbath. The Namekian warriors spring into action and they they pick these guys apart. No contest. Just, yeah, about their power they, level, y'all. Just kidding. The Namekian warriors get a dust clearing. Whoa, <gasps> they do. They do. <laughs> I, I guess you could say they employ some kind of defensive stance <laughs> in, or, in order to do that, which stops an energy attack and raises or lowers your anger by one level. A case oh. could be made. Oh, you get to pick? Is it is raising... I don't know if if it's good, if it's higher or lower. I think you need to manage it like a coolant system. Seems seems like maybe there's a sweet spot, but it mm-hmm. does help you... Yeah. like. Like level up. Krillin and Gohan are just hooting and hollering as they root for the Namekians, and they're just cheering like it's a sports team. I was gonna Would say they... as quietly as they can. So are the the Namekian kids, or the cheerleaders. Yeah. One they're of the way into it. Frieza Force goons gets knocked towards Zarbon, and Zarbon is having none of that. <laughs> he just kicks him into the water. He just kicks him into the lake. Would Krillin and Gohan be engaged in a celebration? What? They might, Gordy. How many of these they cards do you have? Is that a- <laughs> there is a card for this moment. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's it's called Orange Celebration. It it, uh, it is of the setup. Orange type. Celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's understand. My flavor of food. <laughs> but they they are now they would be allowed to search their life deck for a styled drill and place it into play. What is a style drill? drill, you ask? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't say anywhere on here what's styled and what isn't. Uh, in all of the confusion of the fight, uh, the, the remaining elder plans to destroy the scouters so that uh, Frieza and his gang won't be able to <laughs> find the other Namekians as easily. Yeah. Oh, the title was right. And uh, Frieza commands Dodoria to take control of the situation because they're losing a lot of men now. Yes, and uh, the elder does the dog die does dot com does not tell you this, but the the dog in Frieza Force does die. <laughs> uh oh. <gasps> so full stop. This Demekian elder just straight up saved the universe, right? But, he certainly helped. Like he the stuff that bought himself some time. The stuff that happens afterwards would not have taken nearly as long if he hadn't done that. Yeah. Like he, as far as I'm concerned, he just straight up saved the universe. <laughs> It is. It very was a great plan. Effect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love- he he manages to get a uh, surprise shot on Dodoria, and then he jumps very high in the air, and uh, blasts the other remaining scouters. My favorite part about <laughs> this is the slow motion posing of him laughing <laughs> while it's- holding out his his double pistol fingers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, I like I like this guy very much. It I like this is pose very much. Everything. I appreciated Nadoria's reaction. He wasn't really upset when his scouter got destroyed. Uh, he just mm-hmm. said that he's had worse insect bites. But when he figures it out that the plan was to destroy the scouters, then he gets very upset. Oh, don't you bamboozle Dodoria. Don't you don't don't you disrespect the technology of the Frieza Force. Those are <laughs> Very important staff. What's it but, called? Utilities. But also, they they don't seem to have any more on the planet. It seems like those are the only scouters that they have. I'd have a big old box if it oh, was yeah. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. because because they, they have a base. 
They've established right. a base camp on the planet. There's no and, right extra and these are, box out there. These are certainly standard issue. Mm-hmm. But like nobody has a <laughs> box of them, like a like a just a crate of scouters. Maybe they're really expensive. Yeah, I but mean, this is Frieza we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're right. Money isn't no object to the Frieza Force. He's got it's like it's like a Walmart with like two functioning walkie talkies. He's got cannot even, work. He's got even more cold cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Frieza, so it's cold cash. <laughs> uh, that was really good. Episode 47 I'm ends with the Doria it. lunging at the Namekian in the sky. <laughs> it is a slow motion ass kicking about to take place. <laughs> Episode 48, the English title is The Hunted. The uh, Japanese title roughly translates to Gohan's Rush. Hunter Doria calls for death. <laughs> Whoa. So the subtitles tell us early in this one uh, that the awesome old Namek who just saved the universe, uh, he does have a name. Uh, his, <gasps> what his is na- it? Oh, yeah? His name is Mori. M-O-O-R-I. Mori! <laughs> is that did a part? Did he host the uh, Mori Povich show? <laughs> wow. That, wow, what a pull, Jay. <laughs> is it? Vegeta, the results are in. You are not the legendary Super Saiyan. <laughs> So what does so what does Oldoria do here? Uh, he he hops back down and he gets ready to fight these uh, Namekian warriors who say that he is way outnumbered. He shouldn't even try. And he's like, man, the Frieza Force. We got power levels. We don't care about your numbers. We like our numbers. <laughs> and he uh, he rapidly gets behind one of the warriors and just forces his hand right through his chest, mm. just straight up. He was expecting to find a heart there for do a, for a cool fatality move, and he was a little disappointed, because he doesn't know which side the heart is on, probably. <laughs> but it still worked. <laughs> I would have recommended that Namekian use the Namekian forceful block. Oh. Which can stop well, a physical attack and gain five stages and reduce This attack one. was quite physical. That's a lot of stages. <laughs> That's a lot of stages for a forceful block. <laughs> Think, think about how this scene would have played out with five more stages. Uh, I shudder to think of it. Whatever that means. <laughs> stages of what? I'm not positive. Dodoria shoots another one of the warriors with a beam, and he headbutts the third one into a cliffside, which pierces uh, the Namekian with the spikes on Dodoria's head. This, I have this, this other thing that occurred to me here. Um, is there ever a time in this show when numbers matter? Where, like, if you have several powerful people combining their strength against a more powerful person, does that ever matter? They, uh, they <laughs> posture as if it does. Yeah. Isn't there, I don't like, know that it actually bears out. An internet rule about ninjas? Like, one ninja is an unstoppable force. An army of ninjas is totally powerless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might be something to that. It's something like that. That was Freeze's mistake. Uh, so it's time to update the Namekian count again. What are we down to, my dude? 97 Namekian citizens on the planet. 97 oh. Namekian citizens. Take three down. Blast them around. 94 Namekian citizens on the planet. Uh. <laughs> this is a depressing <laughs> game. The Elder finally relents in exchange for his and the child Namekian's lives. And he goes to retrieve the Dragon Ball. Frieza asks once more where the last two Dragon Balls are, and uh, the Elder gets Dodoria's elbow in his face. Mm. 
Uh, the young Namekians try to run away at this point, and Dodoria mouthbeams one, who is named Cargo. Cargo. <laughs> A little Cargo. I figure the you you've mentioned in the past that Namekians are snail farmers. Is this like escargo? It is. Okay. Yeah, they're all named after snails. Damn, Wait, what's more, is there a, a Mori snail? I would have to assume so, unless that was an English name. So there's there's quite a bit of, of child murder in this show that was broadcast on Cartoon Network. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember, th- I certainly don't remember that part. I was very much like, well, they're kid characters, they've got plot armor. No, <laughs> they don't. Not in Japan, Whoops. they don't. Uh, I did appreciate that he had a name. I just appreciated that one of the kids was like, oh no, Cargo, I know him. <laughs> He has a history. He's my friend. Oh, no. Yeah. Cargo. Um, by the way, I've just done some impromptu research uh, on Mori. His name is, in fact, a pun based on the Japanese word katatsumori, meaning snail. Mm. Nice. And in the Saban episode, uh, the Saban treatment of this show, uh, Krillin erroneously refers to Mori as the father of another character named Dende. I don't know if that's correct. Mm. It's probably not. Dodoria does a bunch of dumb illusion tricks for no real reason. <laughs> what on earth? It was completely baffling. <laughs> just it was just very faking weird. you out left and right. It also it also seemed there there's kind of a pattern when somebody wants to like display their higher power level, they always do like this disappearing trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to start with. He did it twice. He did it twice in a what is a very confusing way. <laughs> uh, and it just culminates in him snapping the Namekian elder's neck. So it was really a very, very showy for no not, reason. Yeah, not necessary. <sighs> and uh, once more this episode, we need to update our Namekian citizen count. Ninety-four Namekian citizens on the planet. Ninety-four Namekian citizens take two down. Blast them around. Ninety-two Namekian citizens on the planet. Can't go to commercial yet. Dodoria makes a pun and it's too much for Gohan. He catches one of the kids and says, I know a game that's fun to play. It's time to play dead. And that's when <laughs> Gohan bursts into action. You know, maybe maybe this is where Raditz learned his sense of humor. Like, it's just kind of a thing in the Frieza Force. It's just, just him yeah, and Dodoria permeates throughout out. the Frieza Force. Was that, is that when Gohan jumps in? Yeah. Gohan so escapes they, the hideout ridge with a fantastic eat shit and go to hell kick. They do, like, after a conversation where Krillin once again argues for isolationism. Yes. Yeah. Like, is, no, uh, no is Gohan. Is argue for isolationism its own card? Uh, no, it just, <laughs> it just strikes me, like, Krillin is America in, like, 1940. Mm. Krillin is just, just trying to uphold the prime directive, man. Yeah. Krillin is not interested in interfering. It's Gohan that does it. Yeah. And he forces Krillin's hand. When Gohan leaps into action, Frieza is mildly surprised. He raises a whole yes. eyebrow. <laughs> What's this? Yeah. And has like the, a little uh, smile hmm. like, oh. I do have a, uh, it's not quite related. It's called uh-huh. Saiyan Preparation. <laughs> but I'm not, it, what, it, hmm. it, I think it refers to a different situation. What, what color preparation is it? Magenta Saiyan preparation. Uh, does not have a color. Oh, okay. Why? I couldn't tell you. These, uh, the templating uh, of these cards are not the best. Like, there's oh, a lot dear. of information that is not told visually. 
I did like uh, that when Gohan kicks Dodoria in the face into a building. Yeah, uh, Dodoria is very upset, and he is uh, he's getting ready to fight back against Gohan, and then <laughs> Krillin comes down and kicks him in the face again into a different building. <laughs> yeah, when Dodoria gets kicked, Frieza has this like big smile on his face, and Zarbon is just rolling his eyes, which <laughs> I feel like really says a lot about their dynamic. Uh, Krillin grabs the Namekian kid, and they make for an escape. And Frieza is intrigued by these rodents, and he sends Dodoria after them. Zarbon, make a note. I must find out who these little rodents are. Yeah, this this is when it's uh, made very clear that, that Zarbon is, is Frieza's bookkeeper. The proper term is administrative assistant. Said Zarbon, probably. Uh, Zarbon is concerned that they aren't taking this threat a little more seriously. He's worried about what kind of trouble the Z-Warriors could cause. And uh, Frieza shuts him up by just blowing up a mountain with a glint in his eyes. He says, their power is nothing to me. He uh, completely obliterates a part of the background painting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did anyone else get, like, jolted out of being intimidated by Frieza by the fact that in telling Dodoria to go chase after Gohan and Krillin, instead of saying, get, was it get off your ass, he says, get off your butt. He does say butt. <laughs> he does I not made say a, note. a cuss. And that just lowers his intimidation factor. Dodoria, get off your big old keister and go get him. <laughs> like, that would even be better than get that, off your fat that's butt. That's what King Kai would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dodoria, if you've got time to lean, you've got time to clean. <laughs> my least favorite phrase. (laughs) Uh, Dodoria starts to gain on the Z-Warriors and is firing key blasts at them to slow them down. Krillin gets nicked by one and he drops the Namekian kid who falls in, I think, a very hilarious way, which is just a very still drawing getting smaller. Remarkably placid. He was going pretty fast when he was dropped, so his arc is quite diagonal towards the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. Krillin tries to catch the Namekian kid, but is grabbed by Dodoria. Uh, Krillin headbutts his way to freedom, and Gohan is the one who rescues the fallen kid. Uh, Dodoria is back to using mouth beams, and then Krillin remembers the best way to slow down bad guys, <gasps> which is to use the solar flare. Aww, right in the sweet. face. I feel like, in terms of energy expenditure to success rate, this is the best move in the whole series. Gordy, you said the exact same thing when we were watching the episodes. It is Like, disgusting. verbatim. Yeah. Yes. Like, it is the most efficient in terms of the results that it gets compared to the energy it uses. They do manage to get away now that Dodori is blinded, and Gohan asks Krillin, where'd you learn that? And uh, I appreciated that he does indeed concede. Uh, oh. It was a trick Tien taught him. Oh, it's just a little trick I straight up stole from Tien. No worries. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this episode ends with the Doria continuing to circle the area, trying to find out where they went off to. We don't know the Namekian kid's name yet. Yeah, I don't know. I think he might be a one-shot character. I don't think we're ever going to see him again. (laughs) If that's all for the episodes this week, uh, before we take off, we have to hail Satan. Howdy, Satan. uh, How's the kids? We do have an update over Roshi's radio. Uh, about oh, yeah? the state of the world. Yeah, there were some words I couldn't catch uh, over Roshi making nonsense noises as he was getting ready in the mirror. Uh, <laughs> he was doing that. He was kind of babbling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the radio <laughs> says, in other news, rebuilding of East City continues as its citizens work to uh, reclaim their city after the devastation of recent alien invasion. The mayor has issued a statement that, barring future alien attacks, the reconstruction of East City <laughs> should be completed by year's end. Turning our eyes to the sky, today's weather forecast calls for something, 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 something. I'll have you know, not one alien spacecraft. Now here's Bart with sports. Yes, it's a beautiful day here. Uh, and then Roshi says some stuff. And something is still hanging over the heads of the Titans, and they refuse to go away. The team extends its something, something, something. If you remember, the Titans were uh, Yamcha's. The team that I was about to say. Yamcha's Good old Titans. The Titans. I, I'm wondering if maybe they extend their sympathies to the fact that they lost one of their star players, Yamcha. That has That's, to be that it. That has to be it. So how the Titans, like, how do they get their groove back? Like, they lost their star player and most of East City. Um, <laughs> when the Saiyans attacked... That's so a lot of groove. They, yeah, that is quite a bit of groove to rebuild. So how do they... How do they underdog team sports movie their way to winning the playoffs again? Well, I wonder if they try to recruit Yajirobe. <laughs> Yajirobe for the Titans? I mean, he'd do anything for money. And fame? Oh, and yeah. those ballpark hot dogs. <laughs> They're not donuts. It's a food source. <laughs> it's dinner. It's not donuts, but it's dinner. If Yamcha was successful in moonlighting, moonlighting as a baseball player, I don't see why Yajirobe can't. On top of his bean duties. On <laughs> top of his bean, his bean delivery service. Uh, I'm glad that we got confirmation on New East City, because that was something that I did want to incorporate into this segment. Is that uh, they, they do, in fact, rebuild that city. And I <laughs> I also like that it said, barring further invasions. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to give a complete promise. Yeah. We're well, going to do I our best. first we heard it, I thought it said Tuesday. <laughs> completed by Tuesday. But mm. on turning up the volume to try to hear things over uh, Roshi's singing, uh, it's at year's end, I'm pretty sure. Mm. <laughs> uh, I bet Mr. Satan is probably, since he is the savior, he probably is is quite, is is a, is a frequent visitor of East City, considering that's where he, his original crime-fighting beat was as well. There's, um, a, there's a lot of ribbons for him to cut. Do you think oh yeah! Across the opening pitch when they rebuild the stadium. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Right before uh, Yadrobi sliced it in two with his Hanzo steel. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he bats. They can't yeah. get that sword out of his hand. I know they can't. They have He does. A, he has to. He usually has to walk his way off. You know. He, he has a. He has a ball. So uh, yeah, I think any any new establishment, he demands there be a ribbon, and he demands to have mm -hmm. a very large. Uh, oversized novelty pair of scissors so we can cut that ribbon. Of course. <laughs> yes. New drugstore, yeah. ribbon. Uh, new new church, ribbon. Porno store, stacked with only his finest material, <laughs> ribbon. <laughs> can I offer an establishment for New East City? Please. And a uh, proprietor. Mm -hmm. the, the bartender, who is part of the Yamcha Continuum. That's right. He's one of the Yamcha New clones. East City. <laughs> and uh, he should open up a bar. And mm -hmm. I, I had two uh, two names to bestow on him uh, that I wanted to run by you guys so that we Please. don't have to call him the bartender or yeah. uh, not Yamcha bartender or any of that. <laughs> uh, his name could be Bartholomew Ender. It's mm -hmm. good. Or Barry Tender. Oh my god. That's good. I like I, that. I have to go with the first one. Have the second one be short for the first one. 
Yes. It's his friend Mulberry. The name the name <laughs> Bartholomew does not get enough circulation. A- absolutely. I don't think so. True. Also, Bartholomew Ender just kind of sounds like some kind of uh, No More Heroes boss that, <laughs> that you unlock. Bartholomew Ender. <laughs> Bartholomew <laughs> Tender. I do like that actually. Let's let yeah. Let's meet halfway. Okay, bring, Bartholomew bring Tender, aka Barry. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is though is that he he tries to work that into his new bar, so the only food he has is like chicken tenders. <laughs> it's Barry's tenders. I mean, it's oh, tenders. oh wow. He's he's very proud of that name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen. When your city is destroyed and on the edge of total devastation and collapse, and it's just getting its feet back on, and the people are struggling day to day to make their lives the best they can, what really cheers me up is some good old tendies. You got to, got to try a little tenderness. (laughs) (laughs) Big fan. Damn it. My question is, the East City Bar with this new, with this new location, this new proprietor, what is it called? What's it? What's it called? What's, it what's called? the style? Is it like a? Is it like a? Supposed to be like a fake English pub style thing? Is it like a? Uh, I mean, that's kind of what the other one was, right? Is it, is More it or a less? gastro yeah, pub. So. It wasn't really a sports bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dive bar. Uh, well, mm-hmm. does it? Is it space themed? Are there spaceships? Ooh. Would mm. that be a new cultural movement, or would it be the opposite? Considering I think people would be space. very wary of space. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is it one of those things where if we're presumed landing sites, everyone develops a weird alien cult fascination about it, and now yeah. bringing tourists, everything is all alien-themed? What I want to know is, <laughs> does Bulma's mom frequent this bar? Does she hang out? Probably. Does mm-hmm. she party? She would she check does. it out. Look is at Pan her. She's, she's got the cash for it. Mm-hmm. Does, does, does Hercule give this place a boost? He comes by, enjoys himself. Ah, uh, the old Hercule bump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the it's that kind of restaurant that's got all the passers-by, the famous passers-by with pictures on the wall, and they're all autographed. Probably right, they're, right, they're all signed. Dynamite celebrity signing. They got Hercule, they got King Furry. There's a signed picture of Hercule, a signed picture of Dr. Briefs' wife. <laughs> <laughs> a signed Just picture, of, Furry, a signed picture of Yamcha. The owner actually had that one before he opened the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Love Several Dad. signed pictures of Yajirobi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jason, did you say love dad? Maybe. <laughs> For the signed picture of Yamcha? There, listen, they from from Yamcha they came, and to Yamcha they must return. <laughs> Before we uh, move on to the f- closing segment, I have one last question to sort of seed an idea uh, that I wanted to ask the panel. What is something in New East City that... Bielsa, Barbara, and Launch would plan a heist for once they return to New East City. They mentioned the mayor. How about the mayor? How about the mayor's house? They're gonna steal the mayor's house. I thought you were gonna <laughs> suggest they steal the mayor, which I was more into. <laughs> These are all good ideas. I am That's a good quite scheme. Okay with them stealing the mayor. I, I would like to believe because. We we have to establish that Bielsa Barbara is at least a little better than Mark. Yes. Like, <laughs> at least by some margin. She's certainly good at what she does. So, I don't... No, I mean as a person. <laughs> She's certainly good at what she is. <laughs> Beyond having certain skills. So, I... 
I, I, I don't. I want to believe that Vielsa Barbara and Launch are not the kind of people who would like steal the supplies that are being brought in from like raised from donations and stuff to help rebuild East City. Maybe Launch, sure. maybe Launch would do it, but Vielsa Barbara talks her out of it. Um, mm-hmm. But to steal from the mayor, who oh, who's the mayor? Of, of New East City. They're not after... Well, maybe Launch is after money. I was going to say that Beelze Barbara is after, like, signs of status. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. Flashy things there that they go. can show off. Prove They say, we did this. We pulled off this job. Right. Not, but I want to know who the mayor is. Why do they hate him? Why do they want to take his stuff? Who... Does somebody sneak in in the midst of the devastation in East City and use it to rise to political power and the confusion of the rebuilding? Is there a character who we haven't given something to do yet? Hmm. I'm not qualified. Any side characters. I'm not qualified for this. Is it the woman with the pet dinosaur? For me, City? I don't recall. Catherine Hafford? Was that her name? (laughs) Kathy Kathy Havert, Becky Hafford's aunt. (laughs) Isn't Mayor Hafford? (laughs) Didn't she die? Oh, God, is she the mayor? Probably, maybe. Maybe she rose from the ashes like a phoenix. What if Becky Hafford is the mayor? (gasps) In a recent election. It all comes full circle. Yeah, Fucking Becky Hafford ran on a, a campaign of rebuilding East City. She was unopposed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quite unopposed. So okay. it's time for so Beelze Barbara. Beelze Barbara and Launch are going to kidnap Becky Hafford. To what end? I guess or we'll at least we'll, plan to. I guess we'll decide that next time. I have political clout. Oh, yeah. We can we can find the specifics, but they, they want leverage over the city for something. Beelze Barbara is laying out all these specific things, like get leverage with the cops and cover up certain things, and Launch just has one has one issue. She wants a big statue of Tia, and she's a single-issue voter. <laughs> and it's a beefy chest. I want a big statue of, Ch- of Tien. I want that chest to be accurate. <laughs> I want it to be made out of some special material that's maybe not stone. Has a little uh, give to it. Oh, it's getting uncomfortable. It's like a, it's like like a, a nice firm bread. <laughs> <laughs> Am I making myself clear? Point, point shotgun menacingly at the mayor. <laughs> The Elsa Barbara rolls her eyes in the back of the frame. <laughs> Damn it, this is another good fanfic. Yes, Fantastic. Uh, um, Jason, yes, cool us down. I, I need a cooling breath. Get the hose. Uh, <laughs> Get the we, we got all rowdy again. We need to chill. Stop we got, stopping the waterfall. Let it go. We got buck wild. Now... I think Take us to a zen place. I mean, we do need a zen place. We need... We we need a bit of astrological advice from the heavens, from the stars. It's dark and lonely in space, but there's wisdom out there. Exactly, and, <laughs> and it's Vegeta. our job to find it. Vegeta's waiting for us. <laughs> in the dark. He's waiting out there for me. <laughs> what we typically do at the end of this little little, uh, little show of ours is we, we flip over to the horoscope section and find a nice little reading for one of our characters, some of which even have canonical birthdays. And uh, one character who does have an actual canonical birthday is Gohan. Um, Gohan was born on uh, on May 18th, which would make him a Taurus. Um, 
Oddly enough, same sign as Piccolo. Coincidence? I think not. Mm. <laughs> um, so, Gohan, this is your Saiyan. Your Saiyan. This is a good day to add a little spark to your life, Gohan. Things are starting to get kind of stale lately, so it's time to mix it up. Take matters into your own hand. Really pursue your goals. You've got a good inner sense of where you need to go, so trust your instincts. Don't hesitate. Kick that man in the face! <laughs> Kick that man in the head? Kick him right into head? a building, just like your uncle did. Yeah, I just, I'm waiting to, to flip up into the horoscopes one of these days and find it to be so so micro-coordinated. It says, fuck that guy up, Gohan. <laughs> just do it. Just under Taurus. Hey, Gohan, try a Masenko. <laughs> That's what fortune cookie said. A Masenko a day keeps the Frieza force away. <laughs> I don't I don't think it does that. I don't think that works. It- we can dream. That's that's an old wives' tale. <laughs> <laughs> an old Namekian elders' tale. <laughs> uh, well, thank you all for listening to another episode of Destructo Discourse. Uh, I'm glad that you all listen in, and we we have been getting a couple of uh, fan letters, and I appreciate those. I've been responding to them. Yes, and uh, passing them to the rest of the crew. Thank you uh, so much. Yeah, we we are glad that this is a show that can give you a couple of laughs and brighten up your day. Uh, Jason, where can people find you around the internet? Well, you can find me at uh, Twitter and or Tumblr. Uh, the same name for both is Jcalves. That's J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. Dave, how about you? If you're at all interested in fanfictional writings, I can be found at uh, Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E, on Archive of Our Own. Aaron, what's going on with you? Well, as far as the internet goes, I'm still a, a hot Destructo Discourse sclusi, uh, as, <laughs> as they say. Uh, but if you find yourself in Southwest Ohio, in the Dayton area, uh, you can stop by the Black Box Improv Comedy Theater. I perform on Wednesday nights, uh, but we have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Watch me make up more bullshit that probably won't have to do with Dragon Ball Z, but you never know! We're making up as I mean, we go. If, if, certain, uh, if certain other podcasts are anything to go by, everything comes back to Dragon Ball Z eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a singularity. Now, I'm not sure what podcast you're talking about, but Gordy, what do you do? Uh, <laughs> you can uh, you can find me on Twitter is probably the best best way if you have something to say at Gordon Murphy Dev. Tyler and I also do a podcast about weird fairy tales and folklore called What the Folklore, which you can find whatever podcast dispensary you you prefer <laughs> every Tuesday and Sunday. There, there w- might be a new website by the time yeah, this I, goes live, maybe, possibly. Oh, definitely by the time this goes out. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, if, if it's not by the time this one goes out, there's been a very big problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, you can find out about it at WTFolklorePodcast.com. Go check it out. Do it. Or, or don't. I'm not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as for this show, you can follow us on Twitter at Destructo underscore Disc D-I-S-C. You can email us at DestructoDiscourse at gmail.com. And you can rate and review us on iTunes. And if you rate and review us, I do humbly request that you give us a four-star review. I would argue that you not so humbly request a four-star review. We demand a four-star review. (laughs) That's true. I've said it every single goddamn episode. (laughs) 
and we The time it. for being humble is long gone. Give us the Gohan! Give us the Gohan! We demand it. Our empire begins here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will catch you next week. This has been Destructo Discourse. No time to hesitate